This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the mind. Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyo Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles. AKA I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. If you're one of them niggas who only trust what you can touch, when you see me, give me your pound and shut the fuck up. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame, three underscores, 313, the West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Man, you know what? I just kind of got choked up for a minute. I'm just going to end it with thank God for day, man. Because, yo, man, I'm I'm just happy to be back for another week. Yo, for welcome. real. For real. I'm just thank God for day, man. Uh, welcome back to Shop Talk Podcast, episode 276. We back. Yeah. On you hoes. Absolutely. Oh, hey there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was from, that was from earlier. Hey. There, there's no place I'd rather be on a Friday night than here with my guy, Jay Johnson. Like, this week has been crazy. Nigga survived another surgery. Man, what's going on, man? How was your week, dog? Oh, man. God is good, dog. God is good all the time. All the time. All the time. So, you know, sometimes I'd be conflicted about telling people about, like, my journey. But I know, like, it's somebody out there listening to me that, like, yo, it might give them a little inspiration to make it through whatever they're dealing with. Uh, So this week on Tuesday, I got a defibrillator implanted in my chest it mm. was because a nigga got in a regular heartbeat and this will if it starts slowing down this will get it you know give it a little jolt to get it back where it need to be you know hopefully keep $6, me on thousand dollar man now yeah man <laughs> keep me on this side of life yeah for a little bit longer so i got that done on tuesday i was supposed to come home wednesday but uh you know it's always complications and things that arise after surgery so university of michigan hospital you know was kind enough to let me stick around another day Mm. amazing facilities uh amazing staff took incredible care of me there are no cuties out at u of m not a one in ann arbor in Ann Arbor, there's not a one in that hospital. Well, I used to date one. Yeah, <laughs> it worked out there. So. I didn't. I didn't see any, but there's some incredible nurses and doctors that, you know, took uh, took amazing care of your boy and and kept me kept me here. And uh, you know, the the road ain't finished. I'm still trying to get a kidney and still uh, maneuver through some other health issues. But man, God is good, and He continues to keep me on this side of life. So so um. So what does it feel like to have a defibrillator? 
it feel like the piece itself, I can feel it in my chest. Mm. It, it feels like a maybe like a triple A battery. It okay. doesn't it's not huge, but I can feel the indentation in my chest. I haven't had a chance to actually look at it because I'm supposed to keep the bandages on for like four or five days. Uh, the doctor told me he fucked up my tattoo there, but I'm like, you know, I told him it's a cost of doing business. If that's what I got to do in order to live, I mean, whatever. We'll, we'll it's, be all right. Yeah, like I've I've lived through worse. Tattoo over later. Yeah, and but I can. So like I've had it's had to be in use since I've had it. Mm. So I can like I felt the jolt. Of so 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 explain to if you know how it works. Like, how does it work? I don't know. It's like a monitor. It monitors my heart rate, and when it goes down too high, I mean goes down too low or goes up too high, it'll send a little electronic jolt to help regulate it. Yeah. So like the other night, you like, got Apple Watch. Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. So like the other night when I was like at the hospital, like I felt. The joke. And they told me like the next day they like did a little like monitor eating and it was like 10, 11 seconds in the middle of the night where like my heart was doing what it was doing. And I I, I could feel that shit. It's not like, you know, a, a zap, but you can feel a little little flutter there. So it's it's a strange feeling. Yeah. Because like, can you what what do you describe it as? What can you liken it to, if anything? Like a quick bee sting. Like enough, oh, okay. enough to get your attention. Oh, so you've like, I was thinking like, you know how, um, how your heart will drop when the police get behind you or that, that <laughs> little anxiety shit. I was yeah. thinking like, one of those feeling like, no, you talking about an actual, like, oh. Yeah, I, oh, like okay. you can feel it. So it was, and now I got to like, it's a little monitor I got to keep like near my bedside yeah. that reads it every night. Like these things expire like every 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. So they'll keep a reading on it consistently yeah. if something changes or goes bad they'll you know notify me and i got some some light restrictions i'm not supposed to like lift anything like over 10 pounds because there's still like a wire in my chest that has to like connect to That's the defibrillator like in general or like for a short period yeah of time. just for a short period of time i'm like well shit they tell me off work yeah i can't how much does how much does laptop weigh well, like you know what I, I'm saying? I, I, I don't plan on going back to I'm just saying, like, I no, got, take I got me a new, off permanently. I'm I'm working on that. Like, I I could probably, I want, I'm conflicted. Like, I could be on permanent disability, but I know the money ain't like shit. That's that's my only like dilemma. Like, I want to get, I want, I want money. I want the bag. Well, you know, uh, you want more life. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying more life. And uh, you know, if it could give you a better quality of life, you know, I'm a I'm focus make, on something. I'm like, yo, I do some 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 light shit. I think stayed up here in the studio all day. Shit, I'm I'm thinking of that. You know, I'm working on a tattoo thing on the side. So I mean, between those two, in the next six months, I'm probably gonna make my transition into, you know, just just worrying about my health. I mean, I asked you about the Apple Watch because I know um, you it does have, watch your heart rate. Yeah, but you can set parameters for it, right? So I got. I got it set like if my heart rate goes over a certain number or under a certain number while I'm not doing anything, then it's going to give me an alert. And that shit be working. Like when I got anxiety or I'm thinking about something, and my <laughs> I don't I never realized it before, but my heart rate goes up. They be like, "Yo, nigga, you shit over 110 beats uh per second or whatever or per minute or whatever, and you ain't you you just sitting down, my nigga." And I'm like, "See, I didn't know I could tailor it quite 
quite that specifically. Yeah. So you're gonna have to show me that. Yeah, you can so specific numbers like between here and here. And I'm like, I never realized like how yo, this should be saving niggas' lives. But. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna have to do that. But uh, you know, man, God is good, man. He yeah. continues to to keep me alive and save me, and I hope, you know, I get 50, 60 more years out this body, man. For sure. So like I know you said you can feel it when you touch it or whatever, but does without touching it, pause, when we just walking around, like do you feel something sitting in your chest? Yeah. I mean, well, now because it's, it's it just happens. It. it just happens. Yeah. I mean, I can still feel the pressure of the bandage yeah. and all of that pulling on it because they have to wrap it like tight to kind of enclose it on my skin. Now, you talk to me a week from now, you know, it'll probably be a different, whole different thing. But right now, it's still, it feels like I got a little nigga sitting on my shoulder. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. So before the surgery, <laughs> you know, my life, my life be be kind of reckless sometimes. So shout out to my brother, Ivan. Uh, I got to pull up his Instagram IG because he he happens to be recording some uh, some content here out of the studio. And I don't want to get it wrong because I this is my brother and this is his brand. Key did it. Three, one, three. Key did it. Three, one, three. This is my brother, Ivan, who is like literally my brother. I've known Ivan since I was like seven or eight years old. His older brother was like literally my first friend. You know, we grew up down the street from each other. So, you know, I've known Ivan. So Ivan knows Verge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all grew up together. Like, I, didn't, I didn't put those together. Verge lived right next door to my best friend, who's Ivan's brother. So, I mean, we all grew up. Verge is like my little brother. I've known Verge since he was probably like four or five. So, like, we've all been in the same circle forever. So shout out to my brother Ivan. Last week was his birthday. Today's my sister's birthday. Shout out I, to uh, the West Side uh, office manager. I don't yeah, know. Hey, <laughs> my baby sister. You the landlord, so she got to be like the office manager. Don't just yeah, my baby sister. I yeah. love her to death. Happy birthday to her. But last Happy week, birthday. last week was my boy Ivan's birthday, and I went to go get my son a car on Saturday, and I needed somebody to help me out with driving it back. He wasn't doing shit, so we drove back, drove the ride back. Uh, so on a ride back, I'm just thinking like that night I had planned on going out just by myself to grab something to eat and just enjoy the night out. Cause I knew I was going to be down for a few days with the yeah. surgery or whatever. My boy Ivan was like, man, shit, I ain't doing shit. I'm going out to dinner tonight. I'm like, fuck it, nigga. I'm gonna tag along. We hit this new spot in Eastern market called bunny bunny. Uh, very eclectic menu. Okay. It's a dope spot. Really nice, nicely decorated. But like if your if your palate is just chicken fingers and French fries, this ain't the place you wanna. Do they sell nachos? No, they don't. No nachos. Do they sell chicken parmesan? No chicken parmesan. It's like uh, West Indian food, African food, and oh, Southern okay. food. It's just like a really eclectic mix. I got my first dish was like this lump crab salad. It had crab, cilantro, and black eyed peas. And while it doesn't sound like a good mix. Shit was fucking delicious. So anyway, we went to Bunny Bunny, had a good time, was eating dinner. And I heard Ivan talking to the waitress about, you know, uh, a bottle of wine. But I heard her vaguely say in the background, you know, we don't have a liquor license. So I kind of tuned out to the conversation. I'm thumb fucking my phone, you know, doing other shit. But she brings out a bottle. Now, unbeknownst to me, I'm thinking maybe it's just sparkling cider. Because she said they didn't have a liquor license. I mean, I think they can. I think you can sell it, but if 
like here, have a drink for free. That may be different. I mean, my dumbass, me and this nigga Ivan polished a whole bottle of wine. Mister, I'm not supposed to be. Drinking. I'm not supposed. I ain't had a drink in over a year. Then polished a whole bottle of wine with my homie. Shout out to 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 Crystal because I did have on a sweater, so I should have knew it was going downhill because wow. I had on a cardigan. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, me and Ivan leaving dinner, and we going to the Queens Bar, and I'm like, we walking, and I'm sweating a little bit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I know I had a good meal. I ain't in the best of shape, but like, shit, we only walking two, three blocks. We get to Queens. Queens packed out. We can't even get in. So we decide it's to wrap on Queens on the weekend. Yeah, it, it it just wasn't it just wasn't no getting in that bitch. So we decide to uh, hit the alley. Yeah, uh, and go to the Skip and a few other bars. So we get down to the Skip, you know. And I I just wanted one drink. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted one because I hadn't tasted hard liquor in such a long time. I was like, man, I'm gonna give me an old fashioned and chill out. So I ordered a drink. Ivan, this is not a good idea. Man. <laughs> I'm ordered a drink and I'm talking to my boy, just, you know, casually talking about like, you know, dinner was good. That non-alcoholic one. He was like, nigga, that shit was non-alcoholic. <laughs> we polished a whole bottle of, we polished a whole fucking bottle of wine oh, at dinner. Shit, this is some sitcom shit. No, <laughs> I am fucking drunk. Like, I'm not yeah. a little drunk. I'm fucking drunk down at the skip. Now I got another drink in my hand. It was just a good time. You know, I hadn't hung with my boy like that in a long time. Because niggas, you know, we grown. We got kids. Niggas got lives. And sometimes shit just doesn't. Just doesn't. Yeah, just life just moves you in different directions. But good ass, good ass drunk time. Watch Dame made another reappearance. Yeah. Right before your surgery. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Good job. Good job. Get it out, my sister. Doctor says, have you been drinking smoking lately? Uh, Yeah, this weekend. (laughs) This weekend. (laughs) Man. I for sure thought it was sparkling cider. It just didn't have that bite that wine normally has to it. What kind of wine was it? It was some brute shit. I don't. I mean, is it dark? It it was white, white wine. It was delicious, though. It went perfectly with dinner. Oh, man. With the six courses that we fucking ate. Delicious. Yeah, I can't eat that much food. Hey, man, if you got a nice, nice young lady, this is definitely a spot I would recommend taking her down to. Yo, is that a thing? Like seven course meals? Like that's a lot of food. Or is it a small plate? It's it's a small plate situation. So you, you know, they recommend you you get like three to five plates, you know, and kind of kind of share dinner. So, mm, okay. But we we ordered like damn near everything on the menu. I'm cool with small plates, you know what I'm saying? That be that be kind of cool and shit. Uh So that was my week. Yeah, man. Uh I don't know what I did this week though. You <laughs> oh, made it. I made it. I see you got your drug dealer gold chain on. Uh yeah, it was on the counter and Umar was trying to jump on the counter so I I just put it on so he wouldn't get to it and shit. Okay. Man me and Umar, right? What's going on? So, like, I took him. What one day was this? This must I was in the studio. It was Wednesday. You bought him up here? No. Oh. Uh, I came back. I was supposed to Wednesday. I was had a couple sessions, and then I was supposed to meet D. Rick at the studio to start filming this documentary shit. I said, hey, let me go run because it's it's like ten o'clock. I put him in a cage at five o'clock. Like, let me go run to the crib. Take him to the back. I mean, take him out and shit. I walk through the door. Doesn't smell right. I'm like, oh. Did he get out? 
No, he shit all in a cage. He don't. Ne- mm-hmm. he, he, he's never shit. Like dogs don't shit when they. Live. Yeah, I took him outside so many times that day though. Like, why didn't you use the fucking bathroom? Like, he, he, like, did he, he eat something different that day? No, because my dog won't shit in the cage. But I mean, if he ate, but like, so we go outside. He go outside in the backyard. We on like on clockwork. But if he see something. His mind goes to that, and then he off his shit. I took the nigga out like seven times that day. You know what I'm saying? Even before I left, I came in, and it's, it's, it was bad in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so my dumb ass opened the cage and let him go outside, not thinking that that you had like shit all over your. Ah. So uh it's all over the carpet so i had a, he not, he's not in the cage he's like in a in like a, a crate. travel crate yeah, yeah. He in the crate so i could have just drugged the crate the crate outside but that shit didn't so luckily i don't got carpet in most rooms and shit so you know mopped two or three times that night uh went outside and sprayed the goddamn you know what i'm saying thing down then the next day he was just acting real weird you know what i'm saying he wouldn't eat he was i don't know uh have you changed his diet have you done something different uh no, he's back to normal. But I think he he was just scared and shaken up. You know what I'm saying? So when he came back in, like I didn't put, I didn't put his crate back in the room. I've left his crate by the to by the back door. So when he came in, he got in his crate. So he slept somewhere different. He was just you changed up his routine. He was just a little. He was just a little shaky. Yeah, you changed you, know you, you changed up their routine, and that 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 fuck with him. That no, fuck I'm with him. I'm talking about after the fact. You know what I'm saying? He was just, it took him a day for him to, to, cause like the next day he really wouldn't eat. It was just weird. You know what I'm saying? Then he got back to normal. And now he, you know, you got to spend some time with him, man. They like kids. Uh, he shit in the goddamn cage. You know? They like kids, man. Nah, well, I, I know you don't, I know you don't have a soft spot for, for, for taking care of people or things. Why would you know? What does that mean? What, do you, what, why do you think you know that? <laughs> that is a false, that is a false. Cause you've never taken care of nothing, man. It's just always been you. Why do you think that? Oh, cause you, cause you're a single man with no kids. Like it might be hard for you to show that level of compassion. I don't, I don't like where this is going. I'm had, just, I have dogs. I have animals. I had sick parents. I have six loved ones. Like I, I am, <laughs> I'm very capable in that. In okay. That I just, I just don't, I've just never seen that loving side of you. I, I just, I just don't know. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> um, banned. Wow. Who got banned? Uh, Joe Biden bans Russian ammunition importation. He's an idiot. Why would you do that? You know, I, too low. This too low. This like the cheap ammo. Like that's the only thing that you can. Fi- oh, that's the only thing you could find in the pandemic. This nigga banned. Why would you do a thing like that? I'm sorry, folks. I just that just came across my screen. Why the fuck would you ban this ammunition? Like what? You know, since we're talking about about Joe. You know, I'll be honest, I kind of forgot he was the president until I saw him talking about... Because the nigga went on vacation when all this Afghanistan shit happened last week. And when I saw him talking about the Taliban in Afghanistan, he didn't sound real presidential to me. He He didn't sound, like, really confident in his decision-making. Yo, Joe took the biggest fucking L. The biggest fucking L. Because a couple weeks ago, when they was asking him, like, yo, is it pretty much a guarantee that when y'all leave out of there, the Taliban's going to take over? No. Not at all. It's not. The niggas guaranteed. took over in a matter of hours. He's like, there's three hundred thousand trained troops. So we've been training them. They, they're the best. They're they're trained as good as any military in the world. And it's only seventy five thousand such and such. 
we have we trade this, we did this, we did this. No, that's not. He was like, he was like offended that you would ask this question. Them niggas didn't even fight. Them niggas just negotiated, like, all right, my nigga. So I got to thinking. What if? Big what if? What if the Taliban is the good guys? And they won their country back. Just how Haiti Cause I, cause just how Haiti took over. I, I I don't think that's like a big what if because it's perception. Yeah. To us, like we've painted the picture of the Taliban to be To get seventy five thousand motherfuckers on the same page, my nigga. Come on. Like seventy five niggas to them seventy five thousand to them we're probably the bad guys yes. coming into their country and like making them do shit our way seventy five thousand them niggas that even do shit to us <laughs> like, we 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 they, well let me rephrase that on that nine eleven shit because we coming up on a twenty year anniversary right uh, Bush dropped a bomb all these niggas set this shit up and then we went and fought Afghanistan and Iraq like you mean like what. What no me- weapons of mass destruction? We yeah. just haven't we just haven't found the weapons yet. They didn't exist. Like it was proven the nine eleven like it's, it was proven it di- it didn't exist. They had fake tapes. This is what this is what ca- this is where the conspiracy J came from. This is where the anti government J came from. I watched Condoleezza Rice, uh, Colin Powell. I watched the niggas on all television lie all lie for hours. They played me tapes. Um, with like Arabic speaking, and they had words on the screen. I just read the words like they were. They lied to me, my nigga. They lied to all of us. I was like, you know what? Give Bush a give him a chance. Like niggas came over there and bombed us. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta fight back. They got all these weapons. They gonna they about to get us. Like it was like a thing. The thing the thing about the media or we we. I don't want to say we we were just ignorant to the fact that like they were painting a, they were painting an entire narrative I was for us to believe in. Yeah, and when when not when not eleven happened, I was nineteen years 19, old, just 20 years old. Like I don't know. This nigga Colin Powell was in my fucking elementary school on the top of the wall. You know how they had pictures of like. Remember when the talk was Colin Powell was going to be the first black president? Remember what? Well, back in my elementary school. When they had pictures of people. Pictures of the wall. They had like Martin Luther King, Mary McLeod Bethune, Sojourner Truth. Colin, Colin fucking Powell picture was wrapped around the fucking top of the school. I mean, top of the classroom. This nigga is a trustworthy man. You he's saw it every day. colonel and he's black. He, he, he was like black. He was ingrained in your head like a black history, like a, a black history figure. Like a man that you can trust. And then I trusted it. Cause why would I? I never like. We should have knew better. He ain't had no mustache. We should have knew better. In the military, you know what I'm saying? Military niggas can't have that shit. I'm never joining the military. But uh, like I, I that's when I was fooled. I was duped. I found out what was really going on. I'm like, oh, niggas will literally lie to your face. Literally, will drop a plane. I mean, they would. We not about to rehash this. But I would just say there, there are a lot of holes in the story of it is of scientifically impossible. For it to happen, what they said happened. Like it's scientifically impossible. No theory, no guesstimation, no scientifically impossible. Two planes hit the buildings, Jason. That that's 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 just fact. Okay. Two planes hit the building. And it's now now how if they knocked them down, that is that's that's questionable. It ain't but, questionable. But, it's false. All right. So, but we just saw, t- but we did see two planes hit and the building. Three buildings fail. Two planes, three buildings fail. We be forgetting about building seven, three planes. I mean, two planes, three buildings fail. I remember in ten seconds. I was That's a free form. 
That's a free fall. In 10 seconds, them buildings fell. You don't, like, it ain't like a boom, let me fall, land on something, then boom, 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 boom. 10 seconds in free form, and the dust was pulverized. Metal beams sliced, like kerosene and gasoline, which is jet fuel, doesn't even burn hot enough to melt steel. Everything was gone. Like, it's scientifically impossible, unless y'all got a new periodic uh, table, <laughs> a periodic table, I know we got some teachers here, like it's it's facts anyway, but that's neither here nor there, right? Right. But that's the first time I was like, yo, niggas will really do some biological shit just to further an agenda. And But I, I don't I don't believe the the people in those countries look at look at the Taliban like like a hate group or like an extremist group. I it, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to believe that when the country doesn't seem to be in some level of unrest. Uh, it's unrest, but I, I don't know why I, the unrest is there. Is it because because we there? You know what I'm saying? Un well, let me take that back. Yes, it's in unrest, but like, not like oh, we so we so mad that these niggas is here. You know, it's it's not like an, an upheaval. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's yeah, they here, but it's not like it's out of control because they're here. It's a it's a lot and, it's a lot and, of and, and not involved. and not knowing the culture, not knowing the language. It's a lot of different barriers in there that you know you just have to assume as opposed to really being able to interpret. I just know that I wouldn't like my country to be occupied, though you guys want and are calling and begging for occupation here on this on this United States soil. But I wouldn't want to be occupied from another country. You know what I'm saying? I don't so. But, you know, the thing today is in CNN, they was like the Taliban are sitting on one trillion dollars worth of minerals the world desperately needs. How? So the correction that is Afghanistan still has one trillion dollars worth of minerals that the Western imperialists really want for themselves. So now that we didn't set it up that the Taliban is taking over Afghanistan, now when we go in there and steal all the minerals and resources, we took it from the Taliban. It's gonna look like, oh, we didn't conquer, we didn't take Afghanistan over, we took over the, the Taliban. Taliban. Like that's the scam portion of it. You run all this shit. This the underlay for the overplay. We run all this shit in there. Oh, they took over. I guess we're gonna have to do some. Watch some fucked up shit happen. Yo, the fucked up shit is happening right now. But it's something else. It's gonna be in the something, and they gonna be like, "No, man, we can't. We can't sit back and watch this." Yeah, they're not gonna let you sit on one trillion dollars worth of worth of re, worth of natural resources like America. That ain't that ain't how they roll. We want that shit. Yeah, that ain't how they roll. We the terrorist dog. When they can see that American flag, I know we we. You see, you you see how they you, how how these people who in this country act with this American flag, while we feel a little different when when black people see the flag versus others who see the flag. Yeah, because that's a, <laughs> it's a because it's 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 been a sign of terrorism for a lot of people. They see that flag on your uniform and and, and not scared. just the Confederate flag, like the the actual stars fifty fifty st yeah the stars and stripes is seen as. You come through any town in your uniform and they see that stars and stripes, nigga, they scared of you. Hanging out the back of the back of a tank while you going through scared. going through a, a third world country. They scared of you, dog. Yo, this shit is unfolding in front of our eyes, but guess what it's never gonna look like? To the untrained eye. It's never gonna look aggressive or abusive. It's always gonna be a little gray a, a thin gray line 
and that you could always give somebody the benefit of the doubt. It's always going to look like that because how else would you get people to agree with it? It always has to look like, you know, man, they just doing this because of it. It, it has to look like everything is all good. And when you question it, that's what. So there, there's always, there's always two ways of doing business. You can either be upstanding or you can kind of like straddle that line. And the way that America handles things is, it's always going to be a straddling of the line. Yeah. Is it going to be legal? Absolutely. Is it going to be? No, most times it's not. They're going to find some legality in it. They're going to make it look like to the people in America that we was on the up and up. But to the rest of the world, y'all motherfuckers, it's we're rape, We're raping, pillaging, taking. And, you know, it, it's just funny that when the shoe is on the other foot, people don't look people don't look at at patriotism in the same aspect. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know what the answer is for the people of Afghanistan. I don't know how this is going to end peacefully. Uh, No such thing. Money and violence. We said this shit so many times. Like, is this a setup for another war? Yes. We're going to, well, it's going to be a short, it's going to be a short war. It ain't going to, it ain't going to take long. We're going to go over there, wipe them niggas out and take all their fucking resources. And we've been over there for 20 fucking years. Yeah. And we're going to restart this shit again because President G.W. Bush. Words matter. Terms matter. He entered us into war with an inanimate object. Like when I say we going to war. No, that's like a paperwork official thing on record. Right. Right. We went to war with terror. When is terror over? Never. So now that we in war. Went to war on war on terror. Well, we could do different things while we in war that you couldn't normally get away with during peacetime. Just how we doing different things when we in this global pandemic medically that you couldn't get away with in right. a regular time. You know what I'm saying? So once I create a situation, well, once a situation has been created, people take advantage of that situation and do different things. And, and it's, it's quote unquote up and up. And there are laws and different things. The terrorist act, there, there are different laws that get enacted that give you the carte blanche to move in ways that you couldn't move during times of peace. Then we just hire a third party to go in there and shit. Oh, no. That, remember Blackwater when that was a thing? Sorry, folks. Don't come get me. Uh, they all were, <laughs> excuse me, essentially like mercenaries and shit. Ex-people. Ex-military, they go hired to a third comp- a third party company. They hire the security firm, and then they send them in there. So if they do some shit that's against the law for American do, yo, that's it. A- wasn't it? Wasn't it? Wasn't us that did it? It yeah. was. And so let's punish them. We'll, we'll tell them to go to jail once they get over here. Oh, yo, that shit got commuted. Y'all niggas free. But on paper, like yo, we ain't do shit. We didn't break any laws. That was insert company. Like the reason we know who Blackwater is, because that's the name. That's the company who we gave up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, yo, it was it's an ugly game. It's it's an ugly game. When they say all fear and, and they play war. and they play it all, they play it on all sides. Man, that videos of them. Did you see the video? I, this I don't know how real it is, but I would I'm gonna assume it's real. But the video of them. Uh. So let me let me let me step it back. I said how Biden took a, a, a giant L when he was like, yo, it's not inevitable. Such and such. He was like, American true American people will not be on some roof of some building getting airlifted off of here. That's just not going to happen. 
fast forward to last week. That, that's how they're getting them to the fuck up out yeah. of here. And it's like 10,000 Americans and, and stuff. It's like 10,000 people who are over there working and military folks and different people that's over there who kind of stuck over there. And they like, you know, when y'all getting us out of there? And the press secretary was like, well, our number one concern right now is what? I say when you bringing niggas home, well, our number one, because because Biden was on vacation, right? by the way, like on vacation, when shit pop off, my nigga stop golfing. You the fucking president, right? This hey, the hey, nigga they, that y'all thought. Hey, was, hey, I had this PTO scheduled, my nigga. I had like, this. What the fuck? I had this PTO scheduled in advance. You mean to tell me you are airlifting and getting all of your people out of the fucking country and you on vacation? Four, five days later, you start making statements? Like, what kind of shit is this? I'm not interrupting my trip to Kalahari just because of some niggas stuck in the sand. Yo, say what you want. That that the weird nigga that we had in here, he was so fucking crazy. You don't know what the nigga gonna do. That people wasn't really fucking with us like that. Cause like, yo, this motherfucker is really crazy. He fuck around, hit the real button, and wipe us all out. They don't give a fuck about Joe. I I, I honestly where Kamala. I ain't heard a word for it. Does she still the, does she still work here? The vice president is just like some ceremonial shit. They don't do they don't do nothing. So when the they don't do nothing. When the president's on vacation and there's something fucking going on here, she can't, but she was in Michigan doing a speech or some shit this week. Like, what he, are you he, He's still the president. She don't it don't work like that. It don't work like that. Well, he ain't I, dead. Yo. Y'all he just he just chilling and doing something else. Voted died to me to death and shit. And this is what we get. It's what we get. It is. <laughs> it niggas, is. Niggas say, yo, even though we like $3 trillion worth of student loan debt, I'm about to get rid of a billion dollars for 300,000 severely disabled people. Student loan debt is taken care of. Nigga, what? I don't got no dog in this fight because I don't got no fucking loans. But niggas was begging for this student loan shit. 323,000 people who are severely disabled don't have to worry about paying their student loans back. All the rest of you niggas who, who voted died, pay your shit next week, next month or else. I, th- I, I thought if you were disabled anyway, like that wasn't severely like that. disabled. They put that where they put them in. They said, so, so you got to be disabled. You got to be, <laughs> you got to be qualified oh, for man. severely disabled. I thought if you were already disabled that you didn't have to pay, you didn't have to pay certain shit back. I know I've spoken There's to, who? like I've spoken to like disabled vets at my job. Like they don't have to pay taxes. Okay. Like they don't have to pay like. Is something different. I think if you, if you go and serve your, if you do a tour, uh, a stint in the military, you should be tax free for 10 years at least at least you don't got to be disabled nothing like i think i did my three years run me 10 run me a decade of not paying taxes i would say life but it's a lot of niggas in army. it's a lot of niggas that, and they live still, a long time but still it's, it's a lot of niggas that live every day that can i'm sure could compensate for what for what you would lose in them 10 years man i get rid of it so here's my idea all right another re, another added to the list on why you won't be president um Get rid of income tax altogether. Get the fuck out of here with the shit. So you don't got to worry about niggas who not paying taxes, not put a national tax on everything you buy. Now, when they be like, yo, Jeff Bezos ain't pay no taxes. Well, it was a tax on whatever the fuck he bought. Everybody shares. Oh, you got your drug dealer down the street who ain't never paid taxes. Everything you buy got a tax on it. 
So, so now, you're just talking any item, toilet any paper, item. toothpaste, what one percent, two percent, whatever. Like we got a six percent sales yeah. tax. Add another tax on it. I rather that than you take a third forty percent of my fucking forty percent of my check every month. So what about people that's like on like on permanent disability? That's on social security without us taking that money like they're not going to be able to live what you mean that's part of like those what i'm saying is the money that you get from the tax of everything goes still goes there so we collect income tax so you don't think that's going to create like another type of black market because i could see that happening there's already a black market now what i mean like it would it would just it would just increase the black market so like i don't want to pay you know, I'm, maybe I'm going a little extreme, but I don't want to pay the uh, the toilet paper tax. It, I mean, it's on the it's the it's the cost of the product. Where you where you gonna buy it from? Whoever 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 you buy it from, when they bought it, they paid the tax on it. I think people will just start looking for a way around that shit. It's Make just, your own toilet paper, then fuck it. I don't I don't care. But like, there's a lot of people who don't pay taxes. So they don't imp- they don't they don't they don't put no money into the fund. Oh, I find a loophole where I don't pay yeah, shit. Maybe Jeff Bezos doesn't pay any taxes personally, but his business, his employees pay tax, and that's that's how the he offset down, it. The nigga down the street who's been selling weed, he ain't paying no taxes, right? Every every the nigga who sell guns, the nigga who 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 swipe for a living, y'all run through all these all this fucking money that y'all had and y'all bought all this shit with. Don't nobody live up. Don't no nobody eat off that shit but you. So if everything that you bought had a tax that went to service and roads and all the shit that they that they claim that the tax money go to, you'll bring in a lot more money for your tax base. If niggas who sitting in the back not participating are forced to participate, and you get a third of your fucking money back in your check, you get your whole check. It. <laughs> It 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 it's it sounds good. I just don't. I mean, it's how every state works. That's how your state gets its tax, for the most part. But some states, like some states, don't have sales tax. Yeah. But but they do have. Like I'm thinking, like Jersey, I know doesn't have sales tax, but they got tolls. Yeah. So I mean, like, like we, Michigan offsets its, its its state taxes with the the income. I mean, like if we didn't have a six percent tax that it was lower, then our state income taxes would be higher. Yeah. So I mean, they they find other other revenue streams in order to kind of. There's offset a large percentage of, of the population who don't pay taxes at all. Not that I'm like the nigga who say everybody should pay taxes because I'm not that nigga. But if this you the, sound like that nigga right now, I'm making an argument because it's smart and it makes more sense than the shit that we got now, where you taxing a regular nigga struggling thirty percent or more from his fucking check. Whatever you make an hour, you make an hour, my nigga. I mean, it makes sense. I just think it's, and if you it's, don't it's wanna, very ambitious. And if you don't want to pay absorbing the taxes, stop buying dumb shit. You want to pay the, the tax on it. It's not even it's not even dumb shit. Like you try to tax just regular shit, nigga. I need I need soap. I need socks. I need you pay a tax underwear. On, you pay a tax living in the state of Michigan. You pay a tax on everything you fucking buy now. Six percent. Everything that you buy that you just mentioned, there's a tax on it. So when you look at the shit, you don't even you don't even look at ninety nine cent. You look at a dollar and six cent. Like that's what it is. So what if that? All right. So what if instead of six percent is nine percent? I'd rather take the I'll take the extra three percent on my products and give give me all my fucking money on my check. Hell, fuck yeah. I'm pretty sure I don't know. 
because I'm not a mathematician, but I think it's probably work out better for most people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the math on that. I don't want to jump out off the deep end on that on Look, that part. I'm just saying, um, if the tax base is what does it, then there there you go. I mean, we got our hands in a, in a political process anyway, so maybe that'll be something you can pitch one day. Man, I get shot on my first day <laughs> in the office. Niggas, uh, <laughs> so they'll put the poison on the Bible as soon as they touch my hand on the Bible and shit. You can't do no worse than nobody else that we already got in the office. Yeah, dog. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. This shit is wild. Uh, we connected politically. You might be able to actually put this in somebody's ear. Of course. I mean, I th- I think it's a good idea, you know. Um, but that's just me spitballing shit. And I feel like one of us is gonna run for city council. Uh, I mean, I, I run for something in, in the in the city, but I'm talking about like on some national shit. Like, get rid of this income tax shit, dog. Fuck my income. My taxes shouldn't be no different than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't feel like that. I feel like if you make a lot of money, you should have to pay more taxes. Why? Because it should be evenly distributed. It should be evenly distributed. What's like, evenly about, what's evenly, if I pay, so 30% of my Because you can afford to pay more. Says who? You, if a nigga making 100000 can definitely afford to pay more taxes than a nigga making $36,000. Like, but what? Why do you think that though? You're bringing more income in. You so and I okay. So I make a hundred thousand, and I take care of my wife and my three children and our mortgage and our cars. So why do you think I got extra money for you? You taking it out on the front end. You're not even gonna feel it. You're not even gonna like. I don't believe that. Yeah, you, you don't even feel it when they take the taxes out of your check. You you don't know what it feels like to bring home. You nigga, the the whole net, like you don't feel it. You don't feel it. Maybe you don't, but I feel that shit. And also, uh, the quote Chuck when he was here, you're not like nigga. My work is an extension of myself. Like you're not entitled to my fucking money. You didn't do shit for it. If I went out and earned this money, this is mine. What? Why do you think you should have what I work for just because? Oh, we got we got to be fair, nigga. That's not fair that I put my hard earn my my sweat, my tears, or my 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 time and getting the education to learn how to do it to a particular task. Why the fuck should you get it just because you you? That shit ain't fair to me. I got free will. We don't in this we situation. don't live on a planet called fair. We we just don't. I mean, that's the easy cop out just to say. But it's, but it's the, the truth. Resp- it's the truth though. But what's the response? So when I ask you, not you per se, but when I ask, how does this make sense? Well, we don't live on fair. Like, no, it don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Not saying this particular situation. No, no, I get you. But we can't be like, well, well, you know, life ain't fair. But no, if that shit don't make sense, it don't make sense. And at some point, when shit didn't make sense, we got a whole fucking country called the United States out of it. Niggas like, yo, we not paying no motherfucking taxes over there. And went over here. Found a new land that people was already living on, then snatched niggas from Africa and came over there and cultivated a whole nother land because they didn't want to pay none of the fucking taxes. What they really did was, yo, this system is pretty straight. We about to go set up our own. They franchised it. They like, yo, we about to make a record label too. And they we a subsidiary, we a subsidiary subsidiary of the old record label. They just See. they they just franchise the whole process. Yo, I'm not with that shit. Like if it ain't mine, it ain't mine. Is America the the greatest franchise ever? <sighs> Probably. Think about it. 
what is America? And how big is it? Because we live in the United States of America. Right. There's a North America. South America. There's a South America. Central. Central America. America is probably, we just the United States of this, the giant corporation of America own everything. We think America as in these 50 states. But if you have South America, North America, Central America, there is one name that's running all this shit. I know we in the United States think that we are America. I don't know if you remember we had when we was at your house, matter of fact, when um we recorded an episode with a uh, um damn. Alan, yeah, with Alan. Alan. You know what I'm saying? He was kind of the Moors. Yeah, I don't know if this was on mic or off mic, but when we started looking at shit, and I was like, "Yo, we the United States of America, as in belong to America." Well, it's more than one. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, I ain't never thought of that shit." Because like, so y'all country, y'all just y'all gonna you gonna use the same name? Y'all couldn't think of nothing different. But why is it called North America, South America, Central America? If it ain't because it's all an extension. It's all an extension of the same franchise. Oh, one ring to rule them all, man. Lord of the Rings, man. I'm oh, telling man. you, we, man. We took, we took that somewhere else. I'm telling you, man. We got something lighter to talk about this week. Man, this is real life, man. This is what's going on in the country. What you want to talk about, vaccines? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'll be going back and forth for niggas on all day, man. Take it, don't take it, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But these motherfuckers is crazy. Live at your own risk. If you're not going to take it, just live at your own risk. That's all I can tell you. I don't think y'all should be discriminating against people who are not taking it, though. Trying I agree to, with that. Trying to make trying to make it like two societies. I saw a post like niggas who took the vaccine act like they die for our sins. <laughs> like, you, nigga, you not Jesus, nigga. <laughs> like, like y'all got this. this I, think, I think there is a certain righteousness that comes with, with people that have taken the vaccine. Like, I'm better than you because I've taken it. Yeah, like. But you got to do it. Uh, I took it because that's what was best for me. Thanks. That was a personal decision that I made. Yeah. Now, if somebody, I don't, I don't care if, if I'm sitting next to a nigga at work that didn't take it. That's your personal decision. I still want you to stay six feet away from me. I still want you to have a mask on if you come near me. Yeah. Like I, like we, <laughs> I want all those parameters to stay in place. Your personal choice of not taking it, I don't care about. Because this is just my thinking. Don't, that's not my quote. That's not my facts. This is just me and how I feel. Okay. Now my feelings came from, (laughs) but listen, this is how I feel. Like I feel that, um, the collective, they were that, whether that's media or the CDC or the NIH or whatever, we did ourselves a great disservice. Once we said, once you're vaccinated, you can go out without a mask. You don't have to be six feet away and things of that nature. I think we get our, did ourselves a great disservice with that. Absolutely. Because at the time we were under the impression that because I have it, that means I'm not going to catch it. And no one ever really told you that like you can still catch it. You can still spread it. You just won't feel the effects of it because you are protected. Right. Right. So the idea that, I'm not spreading it. I can do whatever the fuck I want to. Like, no, that's not true, actually. Like, because everybody who got vaccinated think they can do whatever the fuck they want. Maybe Niggas are still spreading that shit. Maybe you're actually the one spreading it, though. But you just feel great. 
Remember, you know what I'm saying? Like you can still hold it, but when they get inside of you because of the mRNA, the protein, all that shit, like you good. Like you didn't die. You probably didn't even feel nothing. You protect it, but you thought in your brain but, that I don't have it. But your but your wife that didn't get vaccinated is fucked up. Your kids that didn't get it. So all could the shit that y'all up. was saying about remember when when COVID first came out, I was like y'all out here killing y'all grandmamas because you you asymptomatic and blah 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 like. And I think that's where that air of confidence comes from and that arrogance, like, y'all niggas is dumb. Y'all just, fam, you might be out here spreading it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's fact. And not even a might. Like, the CDC has proven it. Like, just, just, be, just be safe. Like, is, is it too much to ask people to just be just be responsible is it too and just much, be safe? Is it too much to ask to stop trying to find another qualifier to discriminate against somebody with? I know we live in a caste system, if we wasn't black, if everybody was the same color, we'll find another way to be separate. You wasn't tall enough. You're not yeah. dark enough. You you're small, light. You're you, too light. You're too short. You're too tall. You're too fat. You, you look at your nose, nigga. Look, you walk with the left limp. Any nigga who walk on the left side go on this side. And, like I get it, niggas are just evil. <laughs> I don't know, but like, man, we keep trying to separate each other, and like, I don't think that's the answer. It's always gonna be coming together, dog. But Separation isn't. Yeah, it isn't the answer. But I, I'm with you, like. Look, man, just protect your damn self. They don't want kids to go to school. Some people do. Some people don't. You can't work here unless you got this vax. And you just like. So I'm I'm looking at the COVID just personally on, on, on two two issues that are personally in my life that, that are concerning me with it. My job wants us to go back into the office next month. My boss went back into the office this week. They are telling us that people who are not vaccinated at my company have to get a COVID test once a week, yeah. which I which I think is insane. That it has to be some type of violation of HIPAA, some way, somehow. I don't. So you, you should give the people who are vaccinated a test once a week as well, because you still carry it. Because that because th- that basically says only the people who are unvaccinated have it and spreading it, and we know which is ignorant, which is an ignorant level of thinking, and we know that's not true. Yeah, like which, fact, it's not yeah. like an opinion, a guess. So if you're gonna have to. If you're going to test everybody, test everybody. So that's that's just a plain, ignorant way of thinking. On the flip side, you know, my kids are, are about to go back to school. You know, I was looking at one of my younger kids to to stay. Her mother wants to keep her on virtual. And, you know, the school was like, yeah, they can do virtual. They just can't come to this school. They got to transfer somewhere else. Now, I feel like she gets a good quality education where she's at. I don't necessarily want to move her out of this specific school because they don't offer, you know, a virtual setup. But I am very skeptical about sending her back into, you know, just a a normal classroom setting. And I got to figure something out within the next two to three weeks. You only got two options. So I mean, like, I get it, but you only got two options. I, I, I feel you just it just. I don't know. Just something about that shit just don't feel right. It just don't feel right. I don't know how to. I don't ha- have the answer how to make it right. But it just seemed like I sh- there should be more options, to more quote. more s- s- fail safes. There, there should just be more choices. In real life, there's only two choices. You can either take the vaccine or you can't, or you don't take the vaccine. There's there's literally only two choices. That there there isn't a third option. I just I just think hurting people back into offices, school places, like we just gonna they talking about all these different variants. We're gonna see these numbers spike up all over again. It's never going anywhere. Like it's little it's never going anywhere. 
Like what people are don't care about. It could it could have died down. And, and it, it cannot die down. It could have died down because if if the government would have just paid, look, we're we going to give y'all $2,500 a month. Stay home. No. Stay home for three months. No. The shit, the shit could have died down. The reason, That's just my opinion. I know. But the reason why I disagree with that opinion is because one of the people who made COVID-19, um, who was testifying in front of Congress, who said this is the grant money that we got from Dr. Farchi. Here's the, the 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 serial number for the grant, and we took two animal COVID viruses, mixed them together, and got it to impact humans. So this virus that's going around has um, a animal reservoir. So on a normal day or a normal virus, yeah, it can, if ain't no people around for it to jump into. I don't know, fall off in the fucking air or some shit. That shit can go into animals. It's never going away. A fucking deer just had the fucking COVID, uh, COVID um, antibodies. So even if there's no people out there, it's not going away because we made this shit. It was made in a lab. I'm not saying it was made for some nefarious reason, but this is not like a, this is not a theory. This is not, I think of, this is it. Like they've been literally drilling this nigga in front of Congress. The people who helped make it, yo, this is what we think is out here because there was an actual leak. And we keep trying to, I think we keep trying to fight it in a way that don't fight. Like it don't make like it's not going nowhere. I just feel like it's got to be a way. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The flu ain't never went nowhere. It ain't never went nowhere. How long we been talking about the flu? Forever. That's some shit. It fly. It fly. It flies around in the fucking air. Wait till your immune system uh, is weak enough, and then it impacts you. This shit ain't going nowhere. So, either niggas stay in the house forever, or you're gonna have to go back to. You're gonna have to like. What's the other option? I don't. You don't stay in the house forever, but like you gotta. It's been two years, dog. You gotta. You you gotta pay people to stay off the streets. Niggas, niggas are going. I don't have no choice but to live and survive. If I could, if I could just work from home and make my money and let that be my new way of life, I would. Yeah, but we all go outside after we get off work. We not staying in the house. Ain't nobody staying in the house, dog. Nobody is staying in the house. You leave out the house every day. I do too. I don't. Nobody is staying in the house. It's a lie because we don't want to go to work and we don't want to go to school. But we all going outside. We all around people. Like, y'all niggas are lying. Y'all not being real with yourself. Now, if you was one of the people who stayed in the house, don't do shit, you're not at Kalahari, you're not on vacations, I get it. But we all outside. <laughs> like, we are outside, dog. It is what it is. You may not oh, be like man. at a we fucking- We are. We are. Like, that don't mean you at like Lollapalooza or no shit like that, doing dumb, like super dumb shit. But like, we all outside. The whole idea that yo, I'm not. Man, we <laughs> we outside. Like that was the tagline for the summer. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even. Kiss the, said it in the versus <laughs> battle. I'm outside. And not even the outside is like the I'm outside having fun. But I like, know we just we just out and about with people. Like <laughs> it is what it is. I miss quarantine. I want to go back inside. I mean, you work from home. You can stay inside now, but you're not. I want everybody else to go back inside, too. <laughs> like, you went to a fucking bar this weekend, right? I did. <laughs> I went out to dinner and then the bar. 
Niggas is not inside. Dog. Hundreds of people in hundreds of people in the Z alley with yeah. no mask on. And you're gonna see your kids this weekend. Or last in this week you didn't see your kids. So the same shit that we like, yo, they gonna catch it, nigga. You almost not saying you, but like nigga. Nah, we, I feel you. I like, feel you. We outside, dog. It is what it is. Like, I'm not doing no dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? But I come to the studio every day. I wear my mask, you know what I'm saying? But like I wipe everything down. I still clean and shit, but like people are outside. And niggas still catch COVID. You can do all that, try and be as safe as you want to, and niggas still catch this <laughs> shit. Shit is in the air, my nigga. But we can't even see it. And that shit going through the mask. <laughs> I'm like, this shit is in the air. Like it's in the air, dog. They got us. <laughs> they got us where we they got us right where they want us. Cause what can you do? You can't do nothing. You just roll the dice. You just roll the dice on life every, every day. Every fucking day, dog. You know the most dangerous thing I do every single day is get in my fucking car. Nigga, be alive is the most dangerous thing you do every day. Dog, I was talking to somebody like, yo, being in a car is so dangerous right now. From shootings to, to everything that goes on. Like, you stay away from the car, dog. But that's how you get Like, if you in the hood, like, you sitting in the hood, you smoke, like, get out the fucking car, dog. So many times on Crime in the D, you see car Niggas just sitting in the car. Getting shot, getting killed, getting out the car, walking to the car. Like, it's one of them things where, like, if you somewhere, you know, I know you leaving, and I know you getting in the car to do so. And that's the place where you most vulnerable. Because. (laughs) Yeah. How do you get away from it? You know what I'm saying? Like shit. Carjackings, robberies. Shit is crazy. Shit yeah. is fucking crazy. Shit is super crazy. I just want I just want to, I just want shit to be normal, man. I just want shit to be safe. I want shit to be normal, but like what's what's normal anymore? What looks safe anymore? Like is our whole life, our whole existence has changed. Now <clears throat> I say I'm outside. Cause I come out of the house each day, but I don't be around you niggas dog. Like in real life, I'm not going to y'all functions. I'm not. I'm. We not, just had a function, Jason. We just had a function. We had a function, a very controlled function in a place where you know, like, I'm not out and about where it's a spot where a nigga about to shoot that bitch up. I'm not outside. I'm not at the clubs. I'm not. I'm. I'm not around. I feel you. I'm. It's certain. I'm just not around. One, cause. A lot of people are reckless with they with they <laughs> with they with the, the way that they live in with shit. The they live in and shit. And like I'm just not around because that shit. I did that in my in in my past. I was everywhere. I seen niggas get beat up. I seen niggas get robbed. I seen niggas get shot and killed right in front of me just being outside around. Mm-mm. I didn't watch two niggas die in front of me just being around. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I'm not around. I'm sorry. I might go outside, but it's just literally outside. <laughs> like I'm sitting at the bar, I'm sitting at the table outside on the patio eating. Like I feel you. You know, um, I think we just need to be a little more careful. And sometimes, I mean, we went through COVID, we went through this quarantine. It's like, yo, that shit was hard for some people. Shit was hard for me. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's hard for some folks, and you want to. You want to get back to normal. And I mean, it's still difficult. Overdid. I got family members I ain't seen in two years that I just won't yeah. want to physically see. Yeah, man. Uh, listen, 
strap up, strap up, and strap up yeah. on the video. So that's mask up, strap up, and get your gun to strap up. Yeah, it's crazy out here. Yeah, man. We got something else lighter we got to talk about this week. All this shit just been heavy. Why you want to be all? I don't, I don't know, man. Right around like, and oh, we gotta be happy, 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 yes. joy, joy. Um, shout out to the Pistons, dog. I've been watching. I've watched all the summer league games, dog. It's hard for me to get into summer league because it's not real basketball. It's real basketball. These niggas playing their hearts out because they trying to make a team. Like that's if you watch college basketball, this is the best of every single college player. It's real basketball. And our number one draft pick was out there balling. That's really what I was watching. I wanted I wanted to see how his game would translate to the NBA because I was, I'd be honest, I was a little bit on the fence about Kay Cunningham and then the Pistons not picking Jalen Green because I do feel like Jalen Green. That's my whose man's this, by the way. I, I and I understand why. I do feel like Jalen Green is going to lead the NBA in scoring in a few seasons. I think you we gotta relax. I think you gotta relax. He's. High flying, he's athletic, he gets to the rim very easy. How many times has Dame Lillard led this NBA in scoring? He hasn't. How many times has Klay Thompson led the NBA in scoring? He has not. How many times has Steph Curry led the NBA in scoring? Steph has led the league in scoring. I do not think he's led Steph the league in scoring. Steph has definitely led the league in scoring. We about to we about to find this out. But Jalen Suggs is I mean, Jalen Green is a shooting guard. The the ball is gonna be in his hands. The majority of the time. Who got the ball more than Steph Curry and Klay Thompson? Like Point guards. Steph is the point. I'm, that's what I'm saying. But, like, niggas, if, if you run the offense through niggas, they typically had a ball more than others. Um, Steph led the league in scoring one year. No. No. Never. No. He's had the most points scored in a season. So that's not leading the league in scoring. He, what I'm well, saying is, he uh, had the most. I get like he had 62 saying. one year. I get what you're saying. Uh, okay. no, I'm a, let, me, let me go look at all of these bitches. Uh, NBA scoring titles. So anyway, like watching a couple of summer leagues games. Uh, you you cannot tell this nigga about the lead the league in scoring. I, I just want you to. I, I think in a couple seasons he'll have the skill set to lead the league in scoring. We'll look. We'll we'll resurrect his audio up three years from now when Jalen when Jalen Green is leading the leading the league in scoring. I do got to take that back. Uh, this year Steph led the league. Okay, so I know I was right. Shit, Dame was right about the anthology. Wait a minute. What, let me make sure this legend looks right. <laughs> that means Denos player was active. Denos player won the most valuable. Oh, no, that was MVP. Uh, so what is this for him? Um, yeah, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Jalen is, uh, he's cool, but he is my whose man's this. Um, nigga was like, man, I want to live in Detroit and all this other shit. Goes to Houston, was like, yeah. So I didn't really want to live in Detroit. I just really wanted to be number one because if I felt I was living in Detroit, it'd be like I was back in a bubble because like I would just hoop because like I wouldn't actually go outside because there's nothing to do there. So no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't actually want to live in Detroit. I would rather live in Houston. Like Houston, we could do 
Like, get your weak ass the fuck out of here. I'm glad we don't want that weak ass hoe ass nigga here. You know why Detroit is unlike the bubble? Because you can get fucking shot here. Not to he posting his his grill uh that he got from down in Houston and shit. Niggas made him an iced out grill and shit. You so this is like this That's is, cultural appropriation. No, this is like uh rappers and singers who get put on by a set. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you you think you you come in here and shit now because you famous, you can just be down with the blood or be down with the crips. Nigga, just because you hear you throwing some fucking buffs and say you want to live here, oh, uh, we got to accept them. That shit weak to me. Up, oh, throw my grill in. I'm I'm from Houston now. No, nigga, it take a little bit more than that. We blessed, we we gave Jay, I mean, uh, Cade the pass on some buffs. I mean, that's, that's some joking shit. You know what I'm saying? But as soon as you do something, we gonna be, they gonna be ready to snatch them off. That little snatch that buff off shit. But like, and he got to earn his all white sticks. Yeah, man. I don't fuck that nigga, dog. Um, he just he he's just he's, he, 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 young fucked, he fucked up. He it's fake to me. The whole fake chip. Anybody who didn't take me, I'm going at him. Nigga, you went number two. <laughs> it's only one team. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, and the team some... that you, and the team that you went to asked us to jump up to get Colin. I mean, to get Cade. So why don't you fill the chip for the niggas who took you? Because they didn't want you. They wanted. Who we got? I mean, some niggas just need that extra motivation. They play with that chip on their shoulder. It's false, though. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But, like... It gives me the fuel to be a better player. It gasses me. Yeah, that's the narrative that we put on and shit. And, you, and once you hear that shit, then you try to make it yourself. I think that shit be fake. If you got a chip, then have a chip. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a very few niggas who can make up chips and, and it really be effective. And um, I took that person. <laughs> I just, I just think in a no, few. That's se- like Jordan, like Jordan to make up a whole yeah scenario. But like, come on, man. But I just think in a few seasons. What have you man? seen the, from this nigga to think he gonna lead the league in scoring? Like the league, this nigga played five summer games. What? Jay, he, he he's young. He's athletic. He's he gets to the rim very easily. He's going to be the number one scoring option in Houston. The offense is going to run through him. Three to five years from now, he could lead the league in scoring. He's a shooting guard. Like, the ball is going to be other, in his how hands. Many, how many other young shooting guards came into the league this year? You got to show me something. Like, did you, did a nigga score 90 points in college? Like, what What exactly? The league? If, if you've been watching Summer League, like, the nigga scores in volumes, and he scores very easily. I just think that he has the potential to lead the league and scoring in a few seasons. He was on the he was on the summer league second team. He didn't even make first team. Cause that means and neither did Cade. That means it was five other niggas that was better than him. Like I don't get it. Because he 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 literally one year removed from high school. Get, that's what I'm saying. Three, in the next three to five seasons. What I'm saying he's is he's 19 years old. By the time he's 24 or 25 and has played in the NBA almost a half a decade. I think he could lead the league in scoring. I think you're wilding. Okay, well, I'm not saying that he doesn't have the potential, but for, yeah, I think this. I haven't seen it. I'm not saying he's not gonna get buckets because it's a bunch of niggas that get buckets. I think we may look up in a couple years and wonder who really got the best of this pick. Now, I'm not knocking K. Cunningham, not at all, but I think we might look up five, six seasons from now and wondering, like, could this have been another Carmelo situation? Could could nah. this have gone a different way? Not even. The nigga don't play no fucking defense. He, he's offense. Nobody plays defense anymore. Nobody plays defense. There's like 10 niggas that play defense. Uh, that's Listen, look at the reason why every 
Patty had him number one on the list is because he was better than Jalen. The reason that the team, the reason that Houston tried to move up because we would rather have K instead of Jalen is because he's a better player all around. Now you want to, you want to be flashy and all that shit. Cool. But K was out there draining threes and assists, rebound. He was doing everything. He's a, he's a good all around player. I'm not taking that away from him. Eddie put up buckets. It's going to be easy. I didn't know he can shoot like that, to be perfectly honest. You know what I'm saying? My Pistons are going to be nice and athletic for the next couple of years. Yeah. I didn't. I was, I was very impressed with his shooting because I, I didn't know he was like cold from three like that. Um, and I'm assuming he's only going to get better. Like, he, matter of fact, for the whole summer league, he shot 50%. Yeah, you just got to keep the core together. But I just think if we would have added Jalen Green, who knows? We we may look up. Man, fuck that nigga. We may look up and we have passed on the next. I doubt it. AI, Tracy McGrady. You you just never know. No, I'm fairly sure. Okay. Yeah, man, I'm fairly sure. I think it's an argument to be had, but, you know, it's another day, another time. But that's who your whose man's is this for this week. Yeah, fuck out of here. Okay. Because, nigga, and we circling that game on the um on the fucking uh on the schedule and don't come hang out here cuz the tweets is not friendly for you mm-hmm. nigga all that like listen you don't have to you ain't have to say that you know what i'm saying you didn't have to go out your way to talk shit about the city of detroit like that's the shit like i wouldn't go here cuz this nigga you, you so he not, young. he not from here he doesn't believe his things to do and when you look at detroit as a partying city as composed to, as opposed to other big cities like it doesn't measure up the same way. It just doesn't. Well, niggas who don't know what to do in the city of Detroit ain't the nigga that you go to for hangout and shit because it's always something to do. But you being a young guy coming to the league, that's the worst thing that you can fucking do. Because, like, why would you single out a fucking city and say, like, say, listen, uh, you know, I was really just really, I know I said I wanted to live in Detroit. I really was just trying to go for, I wanted to be the number one pick. And that was most no, you know, no nothing against Detroit, or whatever. But I think Houston gonna work out for me. Cool. I'm, hopefully, somebody get the niggas some media training. But you don't talk shit to a whole fucking city, especially <laughs> Detroit. He a young player. He trying to figure it out, man. He just trying to figure it out. Man, you got to get these young guys a little bit of a pass, man. Fuck that nigga. You was a young nigga at one point, Jay Johnson, and I played by the rules. I'm sure. The young Jay Johnson I know with the with the long goatee and the big leather was talking shit back in his day. I talked shit to the niggas that was on my level. I didn't go above and beyond and, and jump out in front of niggas and, and, and be wild. I mean, it just rules to the game. Fair enough. You know? I was talking about my OGs, you know what I'm saying? Jalen, these kids now, niggas is soft. Y'all grew up in, a, in an AAU side. Y'all went to like a fucking Catholic school. You was babied everywhere. Uh, like you don't know nothing about this shit. <laughs> the game, the game is just different, and it and it's gonna continue to be that way. Yeah, you know we we just <laughs> we 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 grizzled old veterans. We grew up in a in a whole different way, a whole different environment. You know, <laughs> the, the game was just different. Like you said, the, these niggas AAU babies, they all get along, they all friends. You know, when we grew up and we was playing ball and shit in high school, like niggas, there was legit lines in the sand. Damn, I'm looking at this um the scoring title shit. Uh Kevin Durant run that shit three times in a row. Then Melo, then Durant again, number four. Then Russ. Steph won it in 2015, 2016. Russ again, 
And then James Harden won that shit three times in a row. And then just last year, Steph won it. So Steph has had it uh, two different times. This niggas. Look at, look at, listen to the names that's on this list. Steph, Harden, 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 Russell, Steph, Russell, Durant, Melo, Durant, 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 D-Wade, LeBron, Kobe, Kobe, Iverson, Tracy McGrady, Tracy McGrady, Iverson, Iverson, Shaquille, Iverson. Then we get to Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Jordan did this shit 10 times. It's a lot of prolific scores in the NBA. The reason that people, and I never hear this argument, right? People think that LeBron James is not as great as Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan is better and the greatest ever. I led the league in scoring for 10 years. I don't think that's not the reason. I'm saying what I'm saying is they don't bring that up like that means something. The, the only reason that I give Jordan the nod in the GOAT argument is not because he led the league in scoring 10 years out of all this. Jordan also has a defensive player in the year, defensive player of the year throughout his career. And Brian don't have that. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say you are over you just you just a better basketball player because you got defensive player of the year one time. But you are a better overall player. Not only not only am I a dominant scorer, I'm also a dominant defender. Yes. But and LeBron has never had that. When I'm better than everybody in the league at scoring for a decade, that's different. And I do that shit sweet. And I got six titles. And I'm undefeated in the finals. And I've got the Duncan Con like everything I did was sweet as fuck. And I, I just and I'm a dominant defender. Yeah, like, fam, ten years. Like, think about that shit, dog. We see niggas scoring. LeBron been an all star for sixteen years, all NBA thirteen seasons. I'm talking about the best scorer in the league for ten years, a decade. You can't do nothing with that. That's why, like, that's why people hold it so dear. We saw the shit, like, out of all the greats, nigga. He was better for 10 years. And even the come on, man. This, I mean, you this can't ba- you can't ba- fight with that number. Basketball is about putting the ball in the fucking hoop. You want to try to separate niggas, we go in the defense, we all this shit. We about putting the fucking ball in the hoop. And I put the ball and, in the hoop better. And Jordan than played him. with a lot of greats. In in his years, he played with a lot of greats. Nobody ate when Mike ate. And that's just that's just what it is. As much as I love Brian, everybody didn't have a seat at the table when LeBron didn't play. Nobody ate when Mike ate. Like Steph didn't won scoring title. He didn't won two MVPs. He didn't won three championships. In the middle of your run, like how, Steph got an error. He does. Golden State has an error. <laughs> so like if Steph got an error, this can't been this this couldn't have been all LeBron's error when I got three championships. On you. All my championships came on you. Pause. And I got two MVPs, one unanimous and a scoring title. No, nigga, I was smack dead in the middle of your LeBron run. Like I'm saying, niggas had a seat at the table when Brian played. Nobody ate. Nobody ate at the table with Jordan. Nobody. No. Nobody got a plate. They watched him eat. Yeah. They watched him eat. You know, I'll be honest, I don't have a music pick for the week because I went through some shit this week and I just wasn't in the music. But I got a music pick for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you let you have it this week. All right. And this is some unreleased shit. You feel me? Oh, okay. An exclusive. Yeah. Is know. it from one of the homies? No, it's from Donda. It's from Kanye. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I sent you the whole album, nigga. 
I hadn't had a chance to I hadn't had a chance to fuck with it. Yeah, but uh before we play the the snippet from Donda, what do you feel about Kendrick and this very cryptic like that. message that he dropped about his last album with TDE? Uh I was nervous at first uh because I thought he was saying he was retiring and shit. And it's been a minute since we 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 heard from him, you know what I'm saying? Uh so I was kind of worried but um, Kendrick been in the game ten plus. It's t- it might be time for him to start stepping over. Well, he's doing his own record label. Um, that's what's really gonna happen after this final album with TDE. I mean, that came up a couple months ago, um, and like the room was like, "Yo, uh, they leaving TDE. They beefed out or some shit." And then he was like, "Y'all niggas, it's just growth." Like, no, but Kendrick, like, I don't know where y'all niggas got that from. Like, that's not the case. That was like, um earlier in the year but uh he posted that out and it's let me let me let me read this shit i would be interested to see who's under kendrick's umbrella when he drops his own label baby king is gonna be the first uh i like baby king who's actually on this donda album i think that's kendrick's cousin actually okay i like baby king um, so allegedly he's probably gonna be the first artist he signed under his new imprint i heard i remember a couple months ago i, I heard what the name of the new imprint was but i forgot um so I'm gonna read this uh, shit that Kendrick dropped earlier today on um, Oklahoma. Oh, I-, I thought it was Oklahoma, but you, you got to read it slow. <laughs> that, that, fu- that spelling to fuck you up. It don't say Oklahoma. It say OK Llama. Yeah. So it's I don't I don't know how to pronounce that shit. So Oklahoma. I don't know. You know he going through his. You know you've been going through this Israelite phases and shit and you know, maybe you don't want to go by Kendrick no more. Anyway, he said, I spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening and collecting old beach cruisers. The morning rides keep me on the hill of silence. I go months without a phone. Love, loss and grief have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most. The life in which my words will land next. That kind of spooked me out. Yeah. As I produce my final TDE album, I feel joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years. The struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the most high continue to use Top Dog as a vessel uh, for candid creators. As I continue to pursue my life's calling, there's a beauty in completion. And always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I pray for you all. See you soon. Oklahoma. And uh, so hopefully that uh that means we're going to be getting some music uh, soon. But I was having a conversation with some folks today in a group thread. If you listen to all Kendrick album, like this man has been battling depression for quite some time. You know what I'm saying? Like every one of these albums is is it's always been like this duality. I'm fighting this is like quite literally having conversations with Satan or you know what I'm saying on some of the albums. Right. Um, I forget how, how do you call him Lucy Lucifer. He referred to Lu- Lucifer as Lucy. Like he been going through a lot of shit, and sometimes you got to get away. And I was thinking like maybe he about to just like fuck this shit, but. He gonna put out. It's been four years since he put out some music. Yeah, twenty seventeen is when his last commercial project, you know, went out. So when I started reading this, 
I'm thinking like, yo, maybe he gonna hang it up. And Kendrick is the type of person who I can see walking away at the height of his shit and just walking off into the sunset. You know what I'm saying? But he has nothing left to prove. Not that I, not that I, I want him to do that. But when um, you look at the body of his work and what he's given us in, let's just let's just call it three three albums. It's four. No, I'm just just for the sake of argument. I'm just going on a three album run. If we just look at the body of work that he's given us, what does he have left to prove? I don't think they do music to prove nothing, though. You know what I'm saying? I think they they literally be uh, shit be on his some artists. They should be on their hearts. They want to get this out because this is what I do for a living. You know what I'm saying? This is how I I create. This is my art. He's he's solidified his his legacy. He's given us three masterpieces, arguably three classic pieces of work. What else does he have to give? I think it's four though, like officially. I think they. You think? Do you think uh, Section Eighty could be considered a classic? I love that album, but like it was a commercially sold. Like that's a a full fledged body of work. I, I feel you, but I'm I'm just going based off a of Good Kid, Mad City, to Pimple Butterfly, and Damn Four, easy. So, I mean, there's it's not there's, a song on Section Eighty I don't like. There's nothing left to give. There's nothing left to give. Says who? I got something to say. Like, how do you tell somebody, like, no, we don't want to hear you talk no more? Now, I'm not going to say that I don't want to hear somebody talk. But, like, when you talk about uh, a lot of times in my mind, you know, people are chasing are chasing greatness, are chasing that magnum opus. This is my this is my life's work. He's given up. He's already given that to us. What more does Kendrick have to give to us musically? Um, I think I, I get I see your point. But I don't think that's what motivates some artists. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think Kanye's chasing his magnum opus. I think he probably figured that he already got it. But, like, I figure this is my contribution to the world. This is what I do best. This is a, like if I'm a painter. You never stop painting. No. Maybe I don't put them out. Maybe they're not for everybody to see. But you you never. Creatives a, never stop creating. If I'm a musician, once I kill Carnegie Hall, I'm not going to be like, all right. Time to hang up my violin. No, I'm going to keep doing this shit. This is what I love to do. So speaking of creatives, you got this new Donda album. What's what's the music pick off of the new Donda? Oh, um, it's a joint with the joint with Jay-Z, uh, Jail. Uh, I want y'all to be able to listen to this Jay-Z verse, like, clearly in a, a minute, because the song is five minutes. I Help me. God in my cell, that's my celly. Made in the image of God, that's a selfie. Pray five times a day, so many felonies. Who gonna post my bell? Lord, help me. Hold up, Donnie, I'm with your baby when I touch back road. Stop all of that red cap, we going home Not me with all of these sins, casting stones This might be the return of the throne Throne, over, and Jesus Like Moses and Jesus You're not in control of my thesis You already know what I think about think pieces For you actually already told you who you think he is Don't try to gel my thoughts and think precincts I can't be controlled with programming presets 
Oh man, uh, that was a fire fucking verse. Uh, what if the throne come back? I be, I would like to hear it, man. Made, I would like to hear it. Made in the image of Christ. That's a selfie. Oh shit! Is that a double on Andre? That is a double on Andre. Yo, y'all listen to that verse a bunch of times, dog. I'll listen to that verse a bunch of times. I haven't, I haven't listened to the whole album yet because I'm, I kind of don't want to. And I'm wondering, like, I'm, I'm like you. I've been very slow to listen to it because I'm wondering, it's like, 20, is this the final album? Is this 20, the final? It's twenty four songs on here. The only thing that's missing out there is track number one and two. Um, but it's twenty four songs on here. It got the locks on the track with J Electronica. So you know this Locks track is the one that they left yeah. the first J Electronica and the Locks on the same album, on same, the same song. song. That's big, my nigga. J and J, you feel me? Yeah, that's big. I mean, it's a this is a who's who of features on this project, and I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at at the features on this Kanye album. Yeah, man. Um, Maybe this is Kanye's true magnum opus. Nah. Well, I don't know. It's too early to say. It's too early to say. I know that uh, My Beautiful Bark Twisted Fantasy is like, it's probably the best work. Maybe this could be it. Maybe this could be it. I've listened to some songs. He got a couple songs on there uh, with Kanye rapping. I just got to wait. I just got to wait. It's too soon to say. Yeah. It's too soon to say. I think he's doing a uh, Chicago listening session today. Maybe. I thought it was at Soldier Field on the 21st, tomorrow. Know. I don't know. Well, it is today. Fair enough. In any event, uh, oh, yeah, I guess we got to get this benediction joint. Yeah, man, on. that's 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 all I got. That's all I got for this week. Uh, nobody knows. Hey, man, it feels good to be back and be able to listen to this music. First and foremost, I just want to thank everybody that texted me, called me, DM me, said a prayer for me, reached out to me, sent kind words through friends, family, social media. I love each and every one of you all. I am thankful to God to see another day. I'm thankful to God for my life. Thankful to God for everybody that listens and supports if you fuck with me, just understand I may not have reached out to you individually, but if you rock with me, just know that I love you. I love you and I appreciate you. It is your man Dane, three underscores, three one three on the Twitter, on Instagram, at me, talk to me, I talk back. Thank God for, for keeping me here for just another week. I love you. Shop Talk Podcast gave me something to gave me something a reason to get up and get out to bed today and you know as long as god pulls me up and out to bed i'm gonna be here every friday i can be thank god for it man yo thank god for dame yo shout out to y'all rocking with us 276 weeks uh shout out to the sneakers gods because they showed me favor. Man, you landed two in one week. And uh, was able to get those Travis Scott ones. You feel me? 
Uh, they got delivered yesterday. Uh, lovely shoe. And it's blue and a black. You feel me? Are it's you getting a, rid of it? I don't know. Okay. I'm undecided. You know what I'm saying? They're going for a lot of money right now. There they are. But it is a blue and a black. It's a Shop Talk special on that one. You feel me? So, um, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to Dame. Uh, making it through. All that he done made it through the last five years and shit. Coming back up in here. It's a labor of love. Because yeah, it's getting easy to be like, no, nah, I'm taking this week off. And the nigga will understand. But, uh come out here and put in work uh, because this is this is what, what I love man this is what we have to offer to the to the world you know what I'm saying they can be like well shit y'all done did this shit five years you did this, this, this. no man it's something it's, it's something different on Fridays I gotta get shit out yeah you know what I'm saying whether right wrong and different I this love is, the game this is <laughs> I love the game right wrong and indifferent with some of the shit I say or some of the shit I believe or not even believe would just say like I gotta get this shit out, you know. God, God gave me a platform, man, and I'm and I'm gonna take advantage of it as long as I got the opportunity. Absolutely, man. So listen, man. Uh, follow your man Jay Johnson three on three on everything that matters, uh, specifically on YouTube. I'm about to start putting a lot more content on YouTube again. Uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast on Instagram. Follow the Shop Talk Pod on Twitter. And when you see the blue and the black, it could be these Jordan 1s I got home from Travis Scott. But if it's not those, if you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.